everybody! Hi, friends from snowy Salt Lake City. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Kate Birch filling in for Mr. Daniel Beecher. <laughs> and, and coming up on the show today, uh, we're going to be talking about religion very broadly yeah. and like would you like get rid of it like entirely mm-hmm. like like legally like maybe if you could like just like or pass a, a genie sort of well that's a different question uh, well, okay all right okay we're okay gonna okay, get, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get to it in the second half of the show and but first kate thanks so much for being here thanks for filling in it's a pleasure i love you frank oh i love you i do you this guys he's fun. the sweetest person <laughs> well i'm happy to be here <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, we always start off the show with a bunch of stories. So, yeah, yeah what, what you got? I, I brought some kind of, I got some little risque little stories today for you. Ooh. A little spicy. A little theme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, a little bit. I mean, two of them a little bit. But but I'm starting <laughs> off with something sort of pop culture. Okay. I'm starting off with some twerking. Have you ever done any twerking? I, I don't think I could. You know, I also, I, I like, I'm also too embarrassed to even try. <laughs> Like it's one of these things where I'm like I I would I really want to but like I, I can't I can't bring myself to do it even even alone you couldn't just like I'm I think I'm more embarrassed alone <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that, but that's fascinating but the queen of twerking mm, mm-hmm. Lizzo oh, yeah. um just had a TED talk about oh. her relationship with twerking and oddly its relation to spirituality. Which oh. I just kind of never would have tied those together. They don't seem to fit together. Right? Okay. Like when I think of twerking, I totally just think of like music videos. and Yeah. But kind of what this boils down to is that we've appropriated black culture, which we knew twerking was an appropriation of black culture. But so in this TED Talk that she did, she pointed out that at, at twerking's base, it's like... Um, based off of these spiritual expressions that really? yeah of da- okay. like dance okay. um based in um west african uh origin so i'm going to read you a quote from her ted talk okay. so she says twerking is a deep soulful spiritual practice it's hip opening it's empowering when performed as the mapuka it's said to connect you to god she said and then hmm. she says, um, it's sacred, and now we're practicing it on mainstream stages. We're practicing that at home, and it's contributing to the liberation of women and people around the world. And when I think of religion, I don't think of liberating women <laughs> ever. Right. But so I kind of love this story because it's got this like really cool tie between like our physical bodies and like our sexuality and then like in its connection to God, which we like, you don't really think about. Right. Well, yeah. And now I, I never want to twerk. <laughs> I know like, if it's like, if it's God, if it's based in like something religious. Yeah. It's like doing like taking the sacrament. No, yeah. no. I mean, I do wonder though, if like some of these West African religions, I mean, I don't know. There's going to be a, th- a quote that I'm going to read you in a little bit where I'm going to uh-huh. be like, I-, I mean, as far as religion goes, that sounds like it sounds not as bad as some of the other ones. Like what we had to deal with. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like this totally repressive, puritanical 
you know, yeah. version of religion. So she actually grew, Lizzo actually mm-hmm. grew up um, in a really evangelical church here in the United States. Um, I think it was Pentecostal. Mm-hmm. At her church, like she wasn't allowed to wear pants and, oh, wow. you know, they didn't, I'm sure they would have never allowed this sort of dancing that she she now does. And so maybe this is a bit of a, like, a reaction to to that church that she grew up in, which yeah. I mean, it sounds like she still has some story that she tells herself about God, you mm. know, like mm-hmm. a lot of people who grow up in a in strict religion is. But she she's tried to like kind of um, change the message a little bit, yeah, um, yeah, to fit what she's doing now. But um, I'm going to read you a, a, also a quote um, by this Afri- this uh, doctoral candidate of African-American studies at Yale. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is what she said. And I just think this is really interesting. She says, historically, the bodies of black people and black women in particular have been not seen as sacred, but as hypersexualized and objectified. It's kind of mind-blowing for Lizzo in all of her blackness, her fatness, her womanhood, and her spiritual upbringing to stand on a stage and say, this twerk connects me to spirituality and God and sexuality at the same time. I just wonder, like, how many people who are religious in America would just have their minds blown by mm. that thought mm. of like how do like I think so many people here just don't even think of those cohabitating. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because I mean, American religion or religious expression mm-hmm. is so just stodgy, yeah, and and uh, and shameful, suppressive, right? like, suppress, yeah, like, exactly. And, and 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 like, yeah, we're not allowed to connect in other things. It has to be this tight little pious. It's buttoned thing. up. It's and, like, yeah. it's just like the dress closiest Sunday best. That yeah. is what religion is. And so, like, I mean, there's obvious exceptions. There's like, you know, the 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 rock churches, right? Where oh yeah, rock band church, whatever. Are like, those real churches? <laughs> Dan and I went to one. Yeah. Actually, I think we went to a couple. And I mean, people are into it. And, and, you know, like if, if Lizzo, I think you said she grew up Pentecostal. She did. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty expressive experience, right? Right. right. Like there's a lot of. There, there's a lot of movement. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, twerking, probably not. No, I like, think not. Was, but they're they're moving their bodies. Yeah, exactly. And so maybe that's like kind of how maybe, she could have... connected somehow. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm going to read you uh, one last quote. Oh, okay. Um, just because I... It, the, remember I, earlier I was saying like, as far as religion goes, this one doesn't sound as bad as some of the others. <laughs> right. So it's, uh, she says that Lizzo's embodying this African spirituality a spiritual idea that all of life is is one. At once we are holy and we are sexual and there's no not a division between the two of them. Oh, no, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I just, it, that kind of, I think, blew my mind a little bit. I was like, I don't think I've ever heard of anybody talk about spirituality that way. Well, I mean, let, let's just say you believed in a creator God. Yeah. Right. That, that like, like wouldn't, wouldn't that God have mm-hmm. created us as whole entities rather totally. than this horrible Christian idea right. where it's like, there's trying to separate things out and this is, we live in sin and we were once the garden in the garden, Adam and Eve were right. perfect. And then it's, then they you know, ruined it. They ruined everything yeah. for humanity and all this stuff. But what if it was just like some God 
just created us and accepted us like a loving parent it actually makes, would. It right? makes way more sense if yeah. you're going to believe in a God yeah. to think of a God that's going to be celebrating you yeah. and every, like all the nice things they gave you, yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> they're not going to oh. be like, Oh, that feels really good. Don't do it. It <laughs> <Like, laughs> just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, I, lo- uh, I liked that story. I thought that was a fun one. I, maybe I'm going to go home and, and try twerking. Do a little twerk. Yeah. When you get home. I'll let you know. All right. We'll see how. Yeah, let, let me know how it goes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I won't great. video it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I've got this story that left me a little perplexed at first. It, it's about something that the military archbishop, which I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. You're going to have to explain that because that does, that's weird. Yeah. Because it sounds like the mili- U.S. military has an archbishop. Yeah. No, there's apparently there's this archdiocese. That provides spiritual and religious services to the U.S. armed forces. So, like, if you happen to be, wait, is that Catholic? Catholic, Okay, so if you were Catholic and you were serving the military, they'd be like, here, you can, we're providing a church for you. Yeah, there's probably churches on bases or near bases or whatever Uh that are staffed by American Do all churches have military versions? Like, I... I, no, I don't know. Now I'm so curious. I You're doubt s- all of them. This do, story but the is raising definitely issues. Do. And <laughs> anyway, um, so the military archbishop is a guy by the name of Timothy Broglio, or my, maybe Broglio. I think Broglio. Bro- Broglio. <laughs> Broglio. Didn't you go to? Didn't, didn't you? Yeah, do I your mission. Mission Italy, <laughs> so. I know it's supposed to be Broglio. Okay, there we go. But uh, <laughs> my guess is it's probably Broglio. Okay. In the past, he has uh, actually supported President Biden's vaccine mandate. Uh huh. And he's actually he's pro vaccine. That's he, great. He's like he has no problem with it. He's he encourages people to get vaccinated. He uh, now he does sort of lead with a little caveat of. He uh, prefers the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines because they had not like they didn't use any stem cells, apparently, oh. in like the testing of it or but, like, the development, probably more than the testing. But wait, wait but, like, doesn't like Advil? Yeah, we actually talked about this on the oh, show okay. a few weeks ago. Uh, a lot of things. Yeah. Were so tested. like, come on. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but Johnson and Johnson, there is a there is a remote link to. Mm-hmm. To uh, aborted fetuses. Aborted fetuses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, they got to be good for something. What are you doing? Else. What are you doing with your aborted fetuses? Throwing them away? Like any good, decent human being. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> would never, <laughs> never let them serve some scientific purpose. But that's not what this is about. Uh, it's not about abortion and whatnot. Uh, he has come out and he has said that. The troops can refuse COVID vaccines on religious grounds and that the, the, the church can provide that religious oh. exemption to the mandate. Wait, but I thought, so here's I thought the he Catholics says. weren't. I know the Pope is actually, he's like all for the vaccine. He's yeah. all like, he's. So he, they can supersede the I don't know Pope? what he's up to. Yeah, there's a weird thing of going rogue yeah. and whatnot. But this is what he's saying. Okay. He says, uh, this circumstance raises the question of whether the vaccine's moral permissibility precludes an individual from forming a sincerely held religious belief that receiving the vaccine would violate his conscience, he wrote. It does not. Well, but couldn't you make that excuse for literally anything? 
I yeah, I know. And what and what's problematic is that with any of these religious exemptions is show me in your doctrine, right, sir? Yeah, where where it, there's a justification for this. Yeah, this otherwise stance, you could right? just say really you could literally say anything, right? You could I, be like, I don't have to take that drug test because I have moral objection, objection to, to revealing, it. yeah. Whether or not I did whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it's so stupid. Yeah. So, uh, so that's going on. We can't pass a week without giving some sort of COVID-19 I know. <laughs> it's just, it's uh, gonna, it's, someday, some, this is how you're gonna know mm. that the, that the, the, the whole pandemic is like actually winding down. Oh, yeah. Maybe you'll go like three weeks and you'll, you'll say, it'll be like when you have a cold. And like you had a cold, you think you're never like, oh, if only I didn't have a cold, I would be grateful every single day. And then your cold goes away. And mm. then like four weeks later, you're like, oh, yeah, I don't have a cold. It's going to be like that. <laughs> and you're going to be like, we haven't done a, a thing about COVID for like four weeks. And then we'll know. That it's on its way out. It's on its way out. Because like the news is going. I away. know. It's just not on its way out. It's not now. Not right now. No. We're still in the thick of this cold. And it's going to be, it's here to stay. Yeah, probably. You're going to have COVID-19 and I'm going to get these boosters. 10, 15 years. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to get these boosters yeah. every year. I know. I'm cool. I mean, I'm fine with the booster. As long I as love other... the booster. <laughs> I want Give the me booster. All the boosters. <laughs> I'll take them. I'll take it. Yeah. Okay. You ready for my next story? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's about a dirty word. Uh-oh. Guess what the dirty word is. It's <laughs> not four letters. What is it? Mormon. <laughs> it's about the dirty word Mormon. Oh. You know, a few years ago, they said, we're not Mormons. I don't know what you're talking about. We've never been Mormons. Like, we've always gone by a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Yeah, I know. So, you so. know, you guys probably talked about that, you know, mm-hmm. and you probably talked about it many times, but it's come up again. Um, They just are still having some issue with the fact that people aren't listening to that. <laughs> you know, I can see how they'd be upset with us not wanting to say how many words is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I know. Mormon. It's done. Like two, two syllables. Sil- yeah, and you're done. Church Moving of Jesus on. Christ of Latter-day Saints. Member. Member of the Church of Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. Right. Yeah. So it's like people keep using it. Obviously, like, we're well, always going to use it. That's it's what, what the we world know. knows them as. I know, because... It's, they spent a fortune <laughs> on marketing. Yeah, and that To, like, convince recent. everybody that, like, Mormon was actually, like, this positive thing. Yeah. And they succeeded. Yeah, so their marketing department did yeah. really well. I mean, maybe they didn't fully succeed, because I think most people think that Mormons are still kind of weird. Well, they but did I a good job with a the name. more positive associations with Mormons than there used to be. If they'd had a jingle... Why didn't they come up with a jingle? <laughs> oh, I wish. Oh, anyway, that was probably where they went wrong. They yeah. could have had a really upbeat, like, fun little jingle. Just at the end of all their ads, it needed to go. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> come, come, you said. If I could sing better. Oh, maybe, man. Maybe that would work. Anyway, so people are still, obviously, it's in using the word Mormon. The mm-hmm. Wall Street Journal uses it. The Washington Post. The of New York Times. Do. Everybody is, you know, whenever there's some news about the Mormons, this that's what people know them as. And because nobody knows who the members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints right, are. Right, right. And it's not that they're trying to be like 
vindictive or mean or like no. backst- that's it's just it's the easiest way to communicate and that's what somebody's job as a journalist is to do is to yeah. communicate well the church is upset about it and in the last <laughs> the last conference um elder neil anderson in this october conference um gave a talk and the name of the talk was the name of the church is not negotiable So he said, there will be a few who, hoping to detract or diminish from the seriousness of our mission, will continue to call us Mormons or the Mormon church. With courtesy, we again ask the fair-minded of the media to honor our desire to be called by our name of nearly 200 years. (laughs) (laughs) Except for that period where we spent millions of dollars. Convince, trying to convince you otherwise. It's hilarious to me how offended they are. Like, we told you this and you didn't immediately, like, rewire your brains? Russell M. Nelson uh-huh. is the one who's offended. This is his big thing. He arrived on the scene as the president of the church. And this is, like, his big push. Well, you you've got to pick he- a topic, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But you can just, it's so obvious that he never agreed with, with like, uh, Hinckley or I mean Monson he was uh-huh. pretty much gone by yeah. the time he, like, but like Hinckley was the one who really pushed for the, the Mormons meet the Mormons yeah. and we're the Mormons yeah. and all this like and like having ads in Times Square and in the in the playbill right. for the Book of Mormon. Right. Right. Like uh, said something like you've seen the play now read the book. Or I mean, something I think like it's, that. that's brilliant. Like, and like, like, did they get a lot of converts from it? Probably not. Yeah. Right? But but they did good PR. It's it's good advertising. It's mm-hmm. it's like a little it's 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 quippy. Yeah, it's quick. And now like he's just like pulling back and it's like he's making it hard for the next president of the church who probably is like yeah we should just be more well and he's making it hard for the members of the church because i think they're a little divisive about it some people are super sticklers about it Mm -hmm. and then some people are like come on i mean like everybody knows us as what big what's the big deal but i don't know about you but have you run up against anybody like online that has like been offended i i met i was on tiktok and mentioned the mormons in some comment on some Mm. post about uh utah and somebody got so mad at me about calling them the mormons (laughs) and they were like call us by our true name and i was like have you ever listened to like have you ever listened to somebody else say, you know what, please don't do this. This actually hurts my feelings and uh, and done it? No, you never have. So why would somebody do it for you? You know, uh, it just I I just think it's the most it's the most silly thing. And then the irony of it is they're out there like getting mad at people and really angry about like we're not we're not calling them the, by the right name and i guess the whole reason they changed the name was so that they would have the word jesus christ in it right so yeah. they're like we're representing christ by throwing a tam- tantrum <laughs> it's just I, I silly uh, oh the mormons so those, i'm gonna call them mormons until the they day are, i die they are mormons <laughs> And may it take on a negative connotation. Again. <laughs> Those Mormons. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I have a, 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 a good story here. Some Yay. positive news. Yay. Uh, the uh, Fufurf 
That's the Freedom From Religion Foundation. Yes. Uh, they, they do the, the good work of threatening lawsuits. I love it. In this country. Yeah. On the grounds of separation of church and state. That's kind of like their big thing. Yeah, right? they're needed. Um, and so they get like uh, crosses removed from public grounds, Ten Commandments things moved yeah. from public grounds and out of love courtrooms yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Um, well, there was a school district up in Michigan. Uh-huh by the name of Piwamo Westphalia. Okay. Uh, yeah. Community schools uh, where they're, they'd gotten a little laxed Uh-oh. on their separation of church and state. Apparently there was a, uh, in one of the classrooms, the teacher had a WWJD paperweight. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> so that's what would Jesus do, everybody, in case you don't know. And uh, there was a cross... Made out of paper, uh-huh. um, I'm assuming in the hall somewhere, with a, a Bible quote oh. from John 15, 13. I didn't look it up. If, if, I, if anybody's curious, you I don't, I, I don't know to. what it is. Uh, but there was a Bible quote. Teachers would sometimes talk about their own religious oh. beliefs in the classroom. So uncomfortable. And so the Fufurf wrote them a strongly worded letter, mm-hmm. and the school district was like, let's get this cleaned up. Nice. They didn't. It doesn't <gasps> sound like they fought. The superintendent of schools was like, yeah, we don't need this. Thanks on our for hands. bringing it to our attention. Sort not, of, maybe or, not a thanks for bringing it to uh, our attention, but more like a. We're it was not probably argue. a. Yeah, it was like <laughs> I'm not paying for this. Okay, right? yeah. I'm not going to let uh, us get caught up just to like try to make a stink about something that we'll about probably your, lose. Right. Uh, and your and ugly is, paper mache cross <laughs> with its stupid <laughs> quote needs to come down. <laughs> Apparently, he's planning on he's promised to tour the, the school grounds. Oh, good. Um, and look for anything that might be offending. They've given out new guidance to the teachers. That's wonderful. And everybody, this is important to remember out yeah. there. Uh, like the Fufurf is there, and they will do this. And I can't remember if Dan ever reported the. I think he was he was talking about reporting oh, right. there's a Mary statue in a, in a, in a public sta- park. Yeah, here. public park. Yeah. Um, just a few blocks from here, actually. Right. And uh it's like it's it's like abstract. Yeah, it's, it's like not, that metal, mm-hmm. like red metal. And it's more yeah. like if you look at it, you're not gonna just be like, oh, Virgin Mary, mm-hmm. but then it says there's Our a- Lady of Guadalupe. Right. Is like the name of the th- the the piece. Yeah. And so like the They'll do it. They yeah. will write a letter. They will get it taken care of. I love that. And, you know, the, I, I honestly don't think there's any harmless religious iconography on public ground. Yeah. And I know sometimes it kind of feels a little weird, mm-hmm. you know, like with that one, because it's like right here, it's in a very, you know, um, Hispanic neighborhood. Right. Very Catholic area of town. It does and make so you, it's like, yeah, well, like, is do it we cultural? Wanna, is it, yeah. yeah. And do we want to like pick on? And it's not picking on. It's just, it's inappropriate. It needs to be removed and get it out of there. I don't and know whatever happened. I don't that. know. We should drive past it. Yeah, Maybe we, we need to go on a field trip. And <laughs> follow up. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we totally should. You can talk about it next week. <laughs> no promises. <laughs> okay. I'm going, I'm excited. This, I saved the best for last. Ooh, I love, That's this a good is, way to do it. Yeah. this is the kinky article. <laughs> All right. Well, it's actually really, it's not kinky, but it's like, it's the opposite of kinky, but it's, it's hilarious to me. And it's, but it's also hilarious. I'm very sad. Oh, no. <laughs> so this, there's a, a noted uh, theolo- 
theologian. I said it right. <laughs> I was just I was just telling Frank, when you've just like read things growing up and didn't like talk to actual people and just read things in book you, books, you often pronounce words wrong. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> theologian. Uh, and Bible teacher, and his name is John Piper. And mm. I guess he has a podcast, and oh, yeah. and there's a lot of people that listen to him. Okay, so he has a bunch of people write in letters, kind of like Dear Abby. Mm. And um, they often have similar questions. And apparently this week, he had a lot of people really wanting to know what was okay in the bedroom. <laughs> so apparently oh, no. this is on a lot of people's minds. So here's what one poor woman wrote in. She said, my husband likes to use role playing in the bedroom and various levels of bondage and dominance. Oh. He wants me to say things like I'm your slave. And he wants me to wear certain collars around my neck. I, I'm, I like this. I'm cool with this. <laughs> then she goes on to say, but he's a very nice person outside of the bedroom. Oh, no. He only asks me if I can play out the fantasy in bed. What should I do? And oh, then no. another listener says that a counselor that he had had told them um, that it was okay to do role playing in the in the bedroom in the marriage bed with mutual consent and i was like i love that they're seeking uh this advice from a therapist that seems pretty smart. Yeah, mutual consent. That's totally what it's all about, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. So, well, Piper doesn't think so. Uh-oh. No. He's because like Because there's somebody else who doesn't consent. God. God. <laughs> exactly. And so he's like, uh, I'm sorry, but fantasized sin is sin, no matter how many people agree on it. <laughs> and he's like, play acted sin is sin. And Jesus wouldn't want this. He said in Matthew 5, 27 through 29, that you can't commit adultery and you can't even fantasize it about it or look lustfully at a woman. So it's not okay, even between oh. consenting adults. Wow. <laughs> uh, Jesus poor, was a stick in the mud. Right? These poor people who are getting <laughs> advice from this man. He said, Jesus's standard of holiness is not merely a standard of bodily deeds, but also of mental delights. Although oh. it doesn't seem like there's very many mental delights in this. It's just, it's very sad to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he goes on to say that um, not only does God not want you to imagine these things during the day but if he makes you have naughty dreams at night that's a warning to you oh it's a warning to humble your pride and stay out of that sin when you're awake so that's why you <laughs> have these dreams that's what naughty dreams are <laughs> i guess so and then the last thing that i just thought was hilarious was um so he's talking about uh, marriage and how obviously you're going to have sex during marriage. But he says, <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, I know. I feel like this guy, I don't know. This <laughs> he is, He's coming up with like every excuse. He says the husband should give his wife her conjugal rights and likewise the wife, her husband. But there's nothing in the Bible that mandates any particular degree of, degree of physical pleasure in that relationship. <laughs> wow. That was is the sad, these sad, sad married couples are hearing from this man. 
I am sorry. Like, I, apparently sex is literally just for procreation. You shouldn't. It's not about feeling good. It's the opposite of poor Lizzo, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like it's that puritanical just oh. sadness. Yeah. And the, 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 that shamefulness about. Yeah. About the whole thing and about sex. and Oh, it's so sad. And Yeah. I, feel, I mean, it's both hilarious and sad. I guess I just should feel bad for these people, but it's I, I have to laugh at it, I guess. Well, who, I, I, like, who is this woman? Like, how did this woman and this guy get married? That, I like, don't know. They, they clearly didn't talk about things first. Well, I mean, I think that happens a lot, right? People yeah. are supposed to go into marriage, like, not having any partners. And right. Not talking about it. Well, and if neither of them had ever, you know, explored... Yeah. Sexually. Right. Well, then she, like maybe even he like kind of started evolving and, and going that direction. Totally. And she discovering his own taste. She didn't even seem to have that much of a problem with it. She she seemed like he's really nice. Is this okay? Well, but I thought <laughs> isn't it she's really nice or he's really nice outside of the bedroom. Right. And in the bedroom, she's not super keen on it. I don't I didn't get that from her, but maybe it maybe was Maybe she wants to enjoy it, but just she, can't. And so she she, that's permission. why she's writing the letter. Exactly. She needed oh. permission. Like, is this okay for us to do? And apparently she got a big old no. Oh, I wonder what she, her, her husband's I like. I want to follow up on I this lady. I do too. I do too. I want to know what happened to them. <laughs> well, all right. Um, it is October. So it's tis the season, I suppose, uh, for already. Christmas is starting to... It, it does that. Too it's going to happen real soon. It's soon. The moment Halloween is down. Yep. Uh, of course, it's it's going to be the Christmas shopping season. Uh, but there is something that is threatening <gasps> Christmas oh. this year. Oh, no. What is it? The war on Christmas has expanded, <gasps> and it is a supply chain problem. Oh, commercialism is taking down Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> and Christians are apparently are pissed. Really? Because they can't go out and just buy and like do all of the stuff that, that Christmas isn't about. Oh, wow. And they're pissed that there's like this war on Christmas, right? They and are their own war on Christmas because they didn't wear masks. <laughs> they, oh, my gosh. Exactly. <laughs> if we could have just put an end, a speedy end yeah. to this whole pandemic. Wow. Like maybe we wouldn't be looking at this yeah. supply chain problem. Well, it seems like Biden, the timing is actually really interesting because like, I don't know if you've been paying attention to it, but he came out with this big push to like, like clear up the supply chain. Oh, no, I hadn't heard that. Uh, How's it? Uh, so the supply, the supply chain is obviously owned, like owned and operated by private enterprise. Right. 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 Uh, the government doesn't really have a role in it aside from maybe providing roads for the trucks to drive on. Sure. That kind of stuff. But Biden. Mm -hmm is uh, pushing for the ports to stay open 24-7. Oh, smart. Right. So yeah, he's, he's gotten uh, the, L, the the port of Los Angeles uh -huh. on board. And so they're trying to get these, these uh, the big, you know. Liners through. Liners yeah. through and, and unloaded with their big containers and yeah. all that stuff. Um, there are still problems, right? Like mm -hmm. we need truckers now. To, oh, Yeah. To get the, everything out of the port to right. the warehouses. And there's not enough of them. And there's not enough truckers. Yeah. And so there's a lot of problems. But Biden, it's 
I, I didn't put two and two together as far as like the timing uh-huh. of the whole thing. I mean, th- there are serious like threats to the economy, and I'm sure there's a lot of that going into this. Inflation is starting to like. Yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah. On in the scary area, yeah. I'm still like I'm right there with Janet Yellen. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping she's right. That this is. It's not Temperate. really the problem. It's, that, right. yeah, it's but, based off of the yeah, it's coronavirus. Really scary. Uh, I know. Um, but nonetheless, uh, to the rescue, Joe Biden, he's trying to save Christmas. <gasps> it's very undemocratic oh my party gosh. of him, right? Well, like, he's Catholic, right? He is Catholic, and he is a believer. Yeah. We know that about him. But right when we could have maybe had a more simple yeah. Christmas. Well, we might still. One that was, we'll see. Yeah, that's if true. If there's no truckers. <laughs> but wouldn't that be nice? One that's just about people. I love it. I love that idea. Like, because I mean, like, I like a gift. Sure. It's yeah. cool. But like, and I don't have kids. So obviously I get it. There's pressure. Well. So like, if you celebrate Christmas in your house. Yeah. Your kids probably like get excited about. Depends what age they are. Like I remember some of my favorite gifts that I gave to my kids when they were little were like Mm -hmm. things that I made them like because we didn't have a whole lot of money. And um, I remember one year doing like a big uh, puppet theater that we'd built and I made all these hand puppets for them and. Like, it was quite elaborate, and there was, like, you know, red velvet curtains on the <laughs> puppet theater. It was so cute, and I think they really loved that because they played with it a lot. How old were they? Oh, probably, like, four and seven or okay. something, like, and a baby. Like Yeah, okay. So little kids. Yeah, that's yeah. fun. And it didn't cost that much. And right. Just a lot. I mean, it took a lot of time. Yeah. So... Well, that's what we need more of. I think we do, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's the national red velvet shortage. Oh, no. So that might, <laughs> might stop that from happening, <laughs> that part of it. But maybe but. blue velvet curtains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, if you have a suggestion on the color of velvet curtains, <laughs> you should be using, please write in. You can uh, do so by emailing us nice at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you could call and leave us a voicemail message we love to hear your voice uh the telephone number is 424-666-8442 stick around we've got more show coming up Yes. Now is the time on the show when we uh, play a little clip of audio yeah. of some, usually a preacher mm-hmm. saying something awful. Like you're going to infuriate me. Yeah, exactly. But this week we actually have a clip uh, from the Lieutenant Governor of North Carolina, Mark okay. Robinson, mm-hmm. who's been in the news a bit lately. Uh, mm-hmm. You might have, maybe you guys have heard the news uh, about... Uh, this politician from Lieutenant Governor from from North Carolina saying really bad and awful things about members of the LGBTQ community. <sighs> um, we're not gonna. Th- this clip isn't isn't that. This is him actually on the topic of school prayer. Okay. And uh, he has a very interesting take. <laughs> on I'm the topic. nervous. I'm just nervous. And uh, so yeah, let, let let's have a little listen. I'm tired. Turn on my TV after a school shooting 
and watch folks come together on school grounds where they done told me I can't pray, I can't bring my Bible, can't mention my God, can't say nothing about Jesus Christ. But soon as there's a school shooting, everybody's in the church, everybody's down at the schoolyard praying. Now you done run him off your property. But soon as there's trouble, here you come. We're going to have a prayer vigil down at the school because we had a shooting. You know, it seems uh, quite easy to me, sir, if you had had that prayer vigil before that shooting. If you had let God come in that building before that shooting. If you had told those students, Jesus Christ is the way and the light, and only through him can you receive salvation, wouldn't have been no school shooting. It's too late now. Your little half-hearted attempts at soothing Jesus Christ, it's not going to work. You don't kick God out of your schools. Your children don't know whether they're men or women. They're murdering each other with impunity and can't read on a grade level, all because you done turned your back on the wisdom of the man that built that schoolhouse you in. I love a good victim blamer. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you must love Mark Robinson. I can't believe he is the lieutenant governor. Uh, That's terrifying. Yeah, but dude can preach. Yeah, he could be a preacher. That seems like know, maybe a perfect, he was in a past life. I, don't I know. feel that he thinks he is in this life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's yeah. sickening to me. I mean, all the, all these kids needed to do was to hear about Jesus. Yeah, have and, a little, little prayer, and we'd have none of this trouble. I with the Second Amendment <laughs> or something or, or school shootings. And I think I the yeah. irony is like. You know, right after a school shooting and you're like, can we talk about gun reform yet? And people mm -hmm. are like, no, there was just a school shooting. How We can't talk about this now. That's inappropriate. The only thing you're allowed to do now is pray about thoughts and prayers, thoughts and thoughts prayers. And prayers. Guess, so it's like he's yeah. mad at the thoughts and prayers. Guess what I uh, and my husband own? Oh, what? Thoughtsandprayersflag.com. Oh, do you really? <laughs> That's amazing. And we've joked forever about like, like coming up with a flag yes. design and actually having some made and oh, selling it. I love it. As like just this ultimate like. Uh, Every time there's a tragedy, thoughts, just get your thoughts. Raise and your thoughts and prayers flag. Oh my God. So you know, they would, they love their flags. Yeah. You need an American flag. Maybe blacked out, that yeah. black and gray one with a different color stripe somewhere. And then yeah. in in the star field, just thoughts and prayers. Yeah, thoughts says. and prayers. And yeah. they wouldn't like, they wouldn't get mad at you for defacing the American flag because they do that themselves. Because they do it themselves. They already yeah. do it. And they would probably pay a pretty penny. Uh-huh. I would love it to Oh, my God. Off. I love the thought of Isn't you making so money funny? off of their thoughts and prayers flag. But this is the thing. I can't decide, like, who's actually buying this because it's, it's so... It's to this jab, you know, like, I know. it's, per it's, it's perfectly good. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to do it. I know we bought it like that was like early dating. We, we were just laughing and joking about 
we're the, the idea yeah. of it, right? And we're never going to move past thoughts and prayers. So like, no. I feel like the longevity of your business is like, it's <laughs> there. <laughs> it is, will last a while. Yeah. Sadly. But yeah, I mean, this idea that the thing though, that they need to do to yeah. get rid of school shootings is prayer in schools instead of yeah. getting rid of guns. Right. right? It's, it's, like, it's the ultimate like gaslighting. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. yeah it's oh, pretty it's gross. Amazing. That's just gross. All right. Well, we had somebody write in Yay. this week actually through Patri- the Patreon website. Yeah. Portal. Oh, right. Cool. Which I think is awesome. We don't get a ton of messages that way. But no, everybody. Yeah. We're, we're You're open for we're it. We're open for this being an actual <laughs> forum for people to 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 communicate with us and everything. Well, anyway, um, this is from Stephen. And uh, he writes, uh, hello, Frank and Dan. I noticed something that seems disturbing to me. It seems to me that the recent news about the abuse by the Catholic Church in France mm-hmm. is receiving less coverage than when Notre, Notre Dame was on fire. Oh. Perhaps this is a false uh, equivocation, but I think the comparison is noteworthy. I understand uh, Notre Dame has historic historical relevance, but in my mind, it is just a building uh, at the end of the day. Uh, maybe it is just my perception, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Steven, I think, I think that's, I'm glad you thought of that. Yeah, it's I'm, an interesting point. Yeah, because like it, and I thought about the, you know, quite a bit this morning mm-hmm. after I read it. Um, and it seems like, and this is sick and mm-hmm. I don't mean to diminish anybody's um, pain and trauma that was caused by abuse. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a testament to how common abuse is and how often it's in the news. And how used to, and we unfortunately are to about we it, yeah. hear about it all the time. Yeah. And that level of, there is a level of desensitization. Yeah. I think I got that totally wrong. Um, <laughs> That um, that we all have yeah. toward the topic. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, when I'm looking for stories for the show, every single week in the various different feeds that I go to find the stories, there are always one or two or more mm-hmm. stories about some pastor somewhere who's in trouble for, for abuse, abuse mm-hmm. or sex with a minor, you know, whatever it is. And I just scroll past them. Yeah. Because it's almost just the there's this white noise in Christianity on this topic. Yeah. I think, well, we feel like at this part, it comes part and parcel with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like if there is religion, there is abuse. Yeah. 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 I know. And it's really sick. Yeah. And, and I, I just really appreciate Stephen kind of catching that. Yeah. Because I do remember that day Mm -hmm. uh, when the news, when it was live on, on TV, watching Notre Dame burn yeah. And feeling just heartbreak and sadness. And it is just a building. Yeah. Well, I think it's also this thing where we we have a personal connection with that building. Like, oh, I've been there. I have these memories of it. Or it was and, in such and such movie. Right. Or I and just, yeah. So exactly. many people have such trouble, like, personalizing 
somebody else's tragedy and having yeah. empathy for it. That's I mean, true. I think this is why like you see you hear all the time about like Republicans who once their child comes out as gay, once their <laughs> child is transgender, mm-hmm. once they had to have an abortion themselves, whatever it is, whatever the issue is. Yeah. It had they had to experience it personally before they could even comprehend it. And I think that might be the same sort of thing happening here where it's Uh, like, unless it happened to me, I just can't even, I don't even know. I'm not even going to try, you know, it's, which is sad. I mean, it's the lack of people's empathy, but it's. Well, and I think there is something like, it's hard to conceptualize the numbers. Oh yeah. Right. And, and, and like, Honestly, the number with the 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 case with the the, the we talked about it last week. It was like three hundred thousand or something, Over, right? It was like yeah. three hundred thirty thousand, yeah, right. And um, uh, cases of of abuse that were connected to the Catholic Church, right? And the 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 one thing about that number, in one way, was that it was it was an eye grabbing, eye catching yeah. number. Yeah. Right? Like, like it was like, holy cow, that is a big number. Yeah. And then, I don't know, like I listened to the radio a lot and that wasn't the topic this week. Yeah. It was a topic for a day or two and then it was just yeah, gone. But, but it's like, know? but what do you do with it? No, you I know? know. Once you've talked it yeah. through. And we know. know it's it's this horrific thing and we want it to be addressed and we want there to be consequences and... Well, the news would be yeah. of consequences right. and it being addressed. And right. we haven't heard anything mm-hmm. yet. Of course, it's a big, sprawly story. You know, yeah, many, many, many years. Yeah, and it's going to yeah. be coming out slowly over time. But it's, uh, we, yeah, we shouldn't. But lose. we should burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs> burn down the rest of Catholicism. <laughs> yes. Let's have the, this, the national symbol of Keep France. Keep the buildings. Yeah, which I down. appreciate as well yeah. that like. It, it has such cultural and historic significance mm-hmm. as a building. I mean, I, I get it um, why so many people were 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 so upset. I was yeah. upset. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that's a, a a good perspective to keep. Definitely. And to be reminded of. And also on Patreon, we have some new patrons. <gasps> That's who exciting. we need to thank. Yay. Now, normally it would be me and Dan, but I see no problem with it being me and Kate I can, thanking this week. I can thank you, all, you lovely people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, I, I, let's let's get to these these great great people. Uh, we have Paul, who's a new deacon. <gasps> thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul. Uh, we have Troy, who's also a new deacon. Yay! Thank you. Thank you, Troy. And we have Michael, who's a new teacher. Wonderful! Uh, so, uh, what these kind folk did, they went to thankgodimatheist.com. Love it. And clicked on the support tab. Yeah. And there's a couple options there. They followed it over to, to Patreon. Nice. Uh, there's multiple levels that you can sign up at. If you'd like to support the show, we do greatly appreciate it. And uh, it, it keeps the lights on. Yes. At the... Uh, and the heat. In the purple room at the TGIA uh-huh. Tower. <laughs> yeah, so thank you all. Uh, and thanks, of course, to uh, all the patrons with their ongoing support of the show. And as always, we have our top donor to thank <gasps> our Lord and Savior, Demonio. <laughs> woo, woo! You get a woot, woo! <laughs> thanks, guys. There's more show coming up.
Kate. Yes. We teased something at the beginning of the show. We did. Yes, we did. And I maybe took us a little bit off topic, and I promise to keep doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, we, uh, we, we sort of want to ask ourselves a hypothetical question. I love what if questions for the segment this week, uh, which is, would you outlaw religion Mm -hmm. outright? Yeah. Just it's gone in the United States or worldwide. Well, yeah. In the United States or anywhere. It doesn't matter. Right. Should we maybe focus? Let's just focus to the United States. Okay. Like we have such control over it. (laughs) But would you, would you just banish religion? I would. If you could. Yeah. I, oh, this is funny because when you asked me this, I was like, wait, won't this take like, um, like 15 <laughs> seconds where we're both like, yeah, <laughs> and then be done with it. How's there a discussion? Yes, I would. Yeah. So, okay. But I, so here's where there will be discussion. I know. I, love I it. wouldn't. I love that we're, I love that we're on different pages here. <laughs> I like this. And you'll probably convince me. We'll no, see. I, I. No, I would feel bad. Oh, no, you would? <laughs> I'm open-minded. I'm like, I'm here for, for a good discussion. If you change my mind, that's great. No, like, I, I like the stance. Yeah. Like, I wish I, there's a part of me that wishes I could take the stance of just get rid of it, right? It feels like a dangerous substance that should be banned. Yeah, I, I know, and it's I'm like right there poison. with you. It's like, no. if you could ban poison, yes, ban it, you know? This is right. hurting so many people. Right. But I mean, if you look at a place like like uh, China, uh-huh. right, where it is officially an atheist state, right, and they've had to carve out space for religion. Now, mm-hmm. the top leadership of any sort of religious group, I forget how it all works, but it's all under the watchful eye of the Communist Party, right, and uh, and they really can't do anything that's like that the Communist Party objects to. And this goes from Tibetan Buddhism to um, to uh, Islam to various forms of Christianity, of course. And the supremacy always has to be the Chinese Communist Party. Right. right. And the Chinese Communist Party has done some pretty awful things in the name of trying to eradicate religion. Well... Was that what it was based off of? I I don't know the history behind it. Was the purpose of the Communist Party to eradicate religion? uh, No, I think it's more, it's obviously more broad than that. Yeah. But it's it's been a tenet of communism. But I mean, it seems like if if your purpose is, I'm the highest thing to look up to, like we're not going to, I wouldn't be proposing that we, that we substitute, you know, our government for for religion you yeah know? and i and i guess china w- is obviously a, a little bit of a digression yeah right because it's like it's i i don't want to hold it up as like what the example as the example because obviously i i don't like what they've done right and right. they've got some other issues there right. that that and and I think the, the the conversation could be more interesting without China involved. But I just kind of wanted to use it as an example sure, someplace sure. that it has happened. Totally. Uh, and I, oh, that's that's what my thought was. It it was that the they've had to provide a space because they haven't been able to mm-hmm. just by saying so get rid of religion. 
right. people still want it. Yeah. Right. And and that was more the reason why I wanted to bring up China yeah. because it's like I think you could outlaw it, um, but there's just this need that people have. Well, right? and, and I imagine Some people have. I imagine like okay, what would if if we actually tried to outlaw religion in the United States, we'd have a war on our hands, right? Well, yeah. Like I mean. Literally, you would have every gun owner coming for you. You know, yeah. you just would have an uprising. So it, it's in that respect seems entirely not practical. But if I'm thinking of it more like a magic wand that I'm waving. <laughs> oh, yeah. To be able to get rid of it. I would 100 percent do that. But you're right. What do people what do we fill it with? But then we look, can't we look to countries like the Netherlands or something? And see, that's what I want. I yeah. want people to, to to naturally find their way out, mm-hmm. right? I want a highly educated population. Right. I want just people who've got good heads on their shoulders mm-hmm. and a society that's moved on. Right. Not so much that it's it's come through government fiat, yeah. right? Um, I, I want to see the the march of just no religion yeah just continue right I people also accepting like that. <laughs> yeah i know it's great right i mean that like, does seem like people choosing of their own volition does seem like the better way yeah for sure and more and more i mean people seem to be like mm-hmm. the younger generation seems yeah less and less you know uh connected to so, organized religion so my reasoning behind uh my my ban on religion would yeah. be, and I know it would be completely non-practical, but my thought process is if we ban it and people can't be brainwashing their children into it, mm. do we automatically move to that system that you want where people... People are now not educating themselves on the Bible, so maybe they educate themselves on reality, and <laughs> then we just naturally have a, a better society. I know, I know. I would like a baby step for me would mm-hmm. be outlawing um, like child baptisms. Yeah, right. Like you can, you can. Oh, you're an adult. Uh-huh. Join a religion. Exactly. Be indoctrinated. Right. I don't care. Yeah. Right. But it, there is something child abusey. It does. Oh, so much right? so. That's that very in true. Religion, right? Like oh. it's just the horrible, the the, the mind fuckery of the whole thing that yeah. you get all these horrible ideas. Like put the in burn your in ideas. hell stuff. The yeah. the sexual repression. The bad morals and ethics. Oh they're yeah. Just, they're toxic. To- yes. Terrible ideas. Toxic ideas about women, mm-hmm. uh, about sexuality. Like, it's just, the list goes on and on and on and on. Yeah. I don't know. It seems it pretty be... great if we could ban it. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that we could. Oh, if we could just, I just want to bring, this is where I just want my magic that I could, like a magical realism. <laughs> this, this is the book that I'm writing. Like, we wake up one day and it just, all their 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 texts are gone. Yeah. I mean, all their brains have been wiped clean of these stories that they've told. It would right. be interesting to see do they make something else up to replace it? Like, are mm. some people's minds just built for that need? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know either. And I don't want to just like, <sighs> you stumped me there. <laughs> I mean, I do wonder, like, what is it 
we know a lot of what drives people to religion is yeah. that it was just part of their culture. Mm-hmm. It's what they grew up with. Yeah. So if you could halt that, if you could, you know. I think that would work for a lot of people. Yeah. Right. I think you would, I think you would do really well with yeah. that. Like you would, you would definitely get a lot of people off of religion. Right. I just, I just feel like, and I fear that uh-huh. there is a percentage and I don't know what it is yeah. of humanity that needs to believe because here would be the question, right? Like we see places in the world where, uh, organized religion, uh-huh. participation in organized religion has gone down. Right. But at least in sort of the experiences I've had, mm-hmm. right. Of people around me who are, you know, less religious who grew up Mormon and it's like, you know, who are going out and looking for something else to fill the hole, to fill the hole. They wind up with like woo woo nonsense, mm-hmm. right? Like, okay, so maybe they, they no longer believe in organized religion. They no longer, you know, do that kind of practice, but I, spiritual but, practice, right? but they find, but they have this thing where they, they, they need like, a superstition yeah totally kind, right but so so here's the question is like is that a first generation like is that like it will fill the hole on the first generation That's they need that like is it that they grew up with the with the magic mm-hmm. and then they so they need something to fill that magic hole and that magic hole <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> Sorry. Well, there's lots of solutions for filling the magic hole. I, I, I can have I have some suggestions, <laughs> <laughs> but um, or you know, so like the next generation, uh-huh. unless they're just being again indoctr- indoctrinated by those parents, right. Do they not have that that need to? They're not replacing something, hmm. you know. I don't know. This is like I want somebody to do some like psychological <laughs> valuations or something well, to figure I, I, out. I mean, I think there's a lot of, there's clearly a human impulse, especially surrounding like when you lose a loved one. Sure. Right. To want to think about that person is still with us. Right. Right. Yeah. Death is a, ho- um, a scary unknown. And, and- yeah. And that's, that's the place where I think you'd always have a hard time. Like, well, okay. satisfying everyone. I'm going right? to propose something. Okay. What if instead of religion, once a week, we all went to like a communal therapist mm. and we replace. So on the subject of death, maybe, you know, we're learning how to cope and we learn coping mes- mechanisms and we're we're learning how to be better humans. Like, so... So maybe use because I think something that people like about the prospect of religion, and Uh it doesn't always live up to this, is that I am becoming a better person because of this. It teaches me to how to live a better life, you know, or like that's the that's the they have that that vision of religion. So maybe we replace that with literally something that will help you live a better life. So take group therapy yeah. and make it like congregational therapy. Yeah, or like just take it smaller. A, yeah, it could be smaller <laughs> groups. And your, then you still get it. Yeah, your preacher therapist. I don't know. This is my suggestion. I mean, I love the idea. Like some really like uh, somebody who's who's learned a lot about the human mind. Yeah. Right. Somebody who knows a lot about how how we work about right? grief you'd you yeah. just you would learn so many different things you'd learn yeah. you'd have lessons on grief you'd have lessons on 
yeah, coping with change. You'd have lessons hmm. on uh, on sexuality. Yeah. You'd have lessons on, you know, whatever the issues are. And hmm. yeah. I don't hate this idea. But I do wonder. I, Let's imagine I that like, we created this. How long does it take before this turns before into a religion, a religion or a cult? Yeah. I'll bet you not very long. That's the sad thing. That's, that's humanity, though, right? It's like chaos, right? It's like <laughs> you start with this thing and then it just devolves into chaos. Yeah. Just, or it gets organized into the and, wrong thing. Right. Or yeah. people want power. and Yeah. I mean, well, ho- hopefully, like, the learning to be better better people would actually make us better people. But yeah. I still This don't so know. turns into a sex cult. It so does, fast. right? It's like <laughs> three years from now. It's so soon. <laughs> just, it's going to happen. <laughs> I know. I've seen too many of these documentaries. Me too. Uh, oh, from the Rajnishi or the... Uh-huh. What was the... The Vow. The... the, the in, uh, uh, Nexium. Nexium. Yeah. yeah. Oh God, that one was gross. I know. Which uh, and that was self-helpy to start I, it was, with. I know. Oh. But see, you get like a bad player in there, and it, it can turn turn ugly pretty quick. So you have to have rotating yeah. leadership somehow, and some Keep sort of qualification some that kind of check on the cult leader, right? So it never turns into a cult, right? It's like hmm. we need like. The judicial, the separation of powers, (laughs) the three branches of self-help, the three branches of, of, so it never turns uh, into a cult. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know. We have, we've got some cults going on in our government, so maybe that doesn't work for anything. Uh, Everything turns into a cult. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what we just learned. That's so depressing. Mm -hmm. Kate. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to like. It started to be uplifting, but then we just realized that humanity is humanity. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, you were a wonderful substitute. We wound up right where Dan and I probably were. Probably. Oh, we're fucked. Sorry, guys. But if anybody wants to start that that group therapy, quote unquote, religion. Well, I mean, we should probably, I mean, therapy is something we should always be encouraging so oh definitely yeah so i love it i love the thought of everybody getting some help yeah well we all need it it doesn't matter what day of the week you do it doesn't have to be sunday it can be <laughs> any day of the therapist. week <laughs> that's all you need that's all you don't need religion <laughs> i really don't think so yeah i really don't i mean i yeah absolutely yeah i agree i don't know if we solved the world's problems today we but didn't um, it was a lovely discussion. It was, and it was so nice seeing you. And it was good to see you. <laughs> thanks for having me on. And yeah, thanks so much for, for helping out. Uh, like I said, Dan will be back next week. Um, is he going out of town again after that? Yeah. Oh, uh, damn. But he'll be here to record. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I just found that out. Okay. Yeah. Right here, right now. Right here, right now. All right. Well, thank <laughs> you guys for listening. Um, if you'd like to join our conversation, uh, ask questions, give us some feedback, please do. Uh, you can email us podcast at thinkgodimatheist.com. You can also send us a voicemail message. Yeah. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. We love to hear your voice. 
And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, we have two of them. You can go to thankgodimatheist.com slash members-only. Uh, it'll take you over to Facebook if that's your thing it's or over great. to Discord. I love, I love that group. Great people oh, Do you on participate? There. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. That's great. Yeah. And a good endorsement of it. Yeah. Wonderful. And uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music and to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And a big thanks goes out to all of you and all of our supporters. Yeah. Uh, we, we love you guys. Thanks so much. Have a good night. Bye. Okay. <laughs>